Hi everybody, my name is Ashley. And I'm Mark. And we work at the Free Spirit Collective, which is a integrative psychology and wellbeing centre here in Dubai. And this is our podcast, Say It Out Loud. And all we're trying to do is break down the basics and help dispel some myths around mental health and wellbeing. And it's really short because we know that life's busy and who wants to listen for a, a podcast for an hour and we're going to condense it down for you in 10 minutes. <laughs> so here we are back again for episode 16 of the Say It Out Loud podcast. Um, today we are going to talk all things coaching. So Ashley, I'm going to leave this in your very capable <laughs> hands. Uh, what on earth is coaching? <laughs> So it's actually an interesting one. I'm glad that we're doing an episode about it because people always ask me this, like, what is coaching? So to me, it's very, like, well-being in the sense that coaching does mean things to different people, mean different things to different people. So there's definitely a difference between mentoring and coaching. So in FSC, we've got different types of coaches that work here. We've got three coaches, which is great. Um, I work under the umbrella of well-being coach, which kind of alludes to the um, positive psychology that I draw on through the sessions. Perhaps when I was teaching, I would have had more mentors within the education system where they work within the industry, they can support you with um, what's happening, say for career progression or something within that industry. They know an awful lot about it. But I think really great coaching you don't really even need to know the ins and outs and specifics of an industry because it's all about reflecting back what the client brings to you. A partnership where you work on goals together, there's um, almost an element of accountability, which is nice. Um, But the real way that I like to kind of define it, or the short way that I like to define it, is just unlocking the potential in another person. So as a coach, you're really, everything that they want to do is already there. It's a very empowering process, Um, but the coach should really only be talking maybe, I don't know, 20-25% of the time, Mm. and the client will be talking a lot more because the coach's job is to ask specific questions that help the client think of a different perspective, look at something in a different way, find a way to reach that goal, so the client really builds their own pathway there and you're just walking beside them so you're kind of facilitating and managing the conversations as such but it's a really often um, non-directive approach it's all about questioning effectively to help the client get to where they want to go so of course there's like a million different types of coaches we hear it all the time life coach you know and life coaching can be a million different things to a million different people like I might need help with nutrition in my life so then I would go specifically to a nutritional coach so I think one of the things that I want to point out is coaching is equally as effective as therapy can be it's got its own place and coaching can sometimes be a next step after therapy's completed or you've worked through sessions with someone and you feel like you want to move on to try something different. Coaching can be um, a nice thing to, to do there. Um, I mean, I know you asked me for a definition of what is yeah. coaching and I've kind of like thrown all this <laughs> stuff, but in a nutshell, coaching is a partnership between yeah. the client and the coach and it's about managed conversations, working towards goals. I think it's been really helpful to kind of hear the difference. Right, sometimes it can feel really overwhelming when you're looking 
for something but you don't know quite what it is and then to hear you say look if you're looking for somebody that's maybe got more experience than you in a very specific kind of area and field that's more mentoring but if you want to you know just explore um, different avenues of, of your life and sort of be asked some you know sort of questions and that's more coaching and then you know there's it's very different from from therapy but as you say they they all have their own kind of place and uh, I think that's one of the things also that I love about FSC is that all these different things are available to um, to people under that one kind of uh, roof or umbrella or whatever. Well, mm-hmm. it is a roof, it's not an umbrella. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, it's really nice and I, I love the work that the, the coaches do. It's, it's absolutely invaluable um, in, in this place. And um, yeah, it's, it's so great to have that sort of sense of connection where we can easily make that referral from therapy into coaching and, as you say, just like that continuation of care but with a, with a different kind of mm-hmm. um, goal sometimes. Yeah. So it's, I guess is there like uh, something you can share, like a story about coaching or anything that would be helpful for, for the listeners? Um, so when I was thinking about this beforehand... I remember I thought back to right, where did coaching actually come into my life? And the masters that we've done that we've talked about a few times, it was applied positive psychology and coaching. Mm. Psychology. But the attraction for me initially was positive psychology and coaching seemed like a kind of add-on because like yeah. many, I'd heard the kind of misconceptions like, yeah. oh, coaching isn't really a thing yeah, and you know, yeah. all this stuff. But oh my gosh, like what a world was opened up to me about um just what was so nice as well was like really up to the minute research like mm. some of our lecturers from you know, the professors in uni are the ones that are writing the books about coaching and stuff so it was really fascinating to me and I love the fact that I've kind of stumbled across it but now it's like my career essentially yeah. it's like what I've went into which I love mm. um so during that time I actually then started having coaching sessions myself with different types of coaches mm. um again like they come under the umbrella of life coach but then they were really specific about the types of things that they can work with so for example clients that come to me initially they tended to be people with an education that want to maybe leave teaching and career change because that's similar to what I've done but I've also had like amazing corporate clients in different industries which is great for me and it's so interesting but I think the really the story that comes to mind is the first coaching session that I had personally because I thought if I'm going to be a coach I'm going to learn about this <laughs> like I need to experience coaching yeah. and know like what it is and what it can do for me um so it was with someone that we both know actually mm. um and she used to be a teacher as well so again that was the kind of initial um attraction there but also we talked about my goals personally not just professionally and then by the end of the conversation the end of the hour I was just so clear about what to do next and it was such a great feeling because I was like how can this be like I've been sitting you know bumbling over all these stuff all these things for weeks and weeks and months even and then all of a sudden it was like there it is because she just reflected back to me she listened to the mess that uh, threw out there <laughs> listened to it asked me questions specifically about um, certain things and then it made me look at things in such a way so 
after that, then I did start to use um, coaching sessions professionally and personally. Mm-hmm. I had a separate coach for personal goals. I had a coach for um, professional. And what was really lovely is um, one of the professors was building an online course about mm-hmm. coaching, an accredited online course. And then what they offered was we could do some coaching sessions together if we can use the material for the training. And I was amazing. like, oh my gosh, how amazing. Yeah. So I feel like I've experienced some really fantastic, effective coaching and mm. I've been really lucky. And now, obviously, I did all that. I did yeah. all the things, left the school. Yeah. Now I work here and a lot of that was to do with coaching. And so, good for yeah. you. I think it's, just, it's the same with therapy and, and coaching. I think you've got to walk the walk. You can't just talk mm, the talk. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, good for you for, for embracing that as part of your life and to see the benefit. Mm. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's really helpful. Do you find it... Um, well, it won't be difficult, but like, how do you find... You obviously, you work in therapy mm. predominantly day-to-day. That's your client work. But you also did the coaching training as yeah. well. So do you find it pops up anywhere? Or Oh, definitely. I, and I had exactly the same view on the course as you. Mm-hmm. I was interested in the positive psychology, and I really was not interested in the coaching. Mm-hmm. And then I experienced it because, again, the views and everything that you said I, it was my, my opinion. And then I experienced coaching, and I was like... Oh, <laughs> uh, this is actually really helpful. So yeah, uh, dip in and out. It's really it's a really helpful tool for me in mm-hmm. my sort of therapeutic pocket, so to speak. Sometimes I'll just switch it up into coaching, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it can be really really helpful. So I've been yeah, I'm very grateful for actually having done that course and experienced it. Um, mm-hmm. So yes, it's it's definitely had a big impact on me. In terms of like practical takeaways, this is what we always like to do uh, mm-hmm. on this podcast. What are some of the practical takeaways for listeners? Um, so I've actually got two. Like the first one is very much like when you're looking for a therapist or doctor. You know, it's got to be someone that you can also connect with and work with. Because if you find it hard to make that connection there's not anything wrong with that it just might be their approach isn't what's going to work best for you at the time yeah. but I feel that's very similar to coaching mm. you know there's um again like you can go online and this is what one of the kind of issues are there's almost someone can do a weekend course and then yeah. be a coach yeah. so that's something that you really need to look out for like I would say a takeaway is kind of do your research if you're looking for a coach look for someone yeah. that resonates with you or you're drawn towards find out um, what their experience is things like that Um, you know take it seriously in that sense where you're looking for someone that you're gonna work well with Um, the second takeaway is a model that we use in coaching and it's really simple but it's like still one of the old ones or the best ones you know it's still something that works really well and I think people can take this away and begin, you know, just thinking about it themselves or whatever scenario pops up. So it's called the GROW model. Um, and it means goal, reality, options and will. So if you're thinking about, right, I want to become more healthy or I want to start an exercise regime or whatever it is, you, you decide what your goal around that is. Mm-hmm. Then for the reality phase, you kind of think about, right, what is it actually like just now? Well, I have good intentions, but I never actually make it out for the walk or whatever it might be. So what does it really look like just now? 
then have a think about the different options so you can really go wild here like you can do be honest with yourself and be like well one of the options is I just forget about it and I just don't bother mm. but then you'll instantly know by the feeling in yourself that's not an option that I want to take <laughs> we should and then you could go through all the different opportunities there so another option is I could join a meetup group I mm. could join a gym I could you know throw them all out there and then the uh, last part of the process is what will you do so mm. using your will to choose one of the options and make a start mm. so like if it's something okay, I want to do um, an exercise regime. The reality is I'm not out walking very much. The options are I could phone my friend and see if she wants to go walk twice a week. What will I do? I'll book the times in and they're non-negotiable and we can't change them. So yeah. it's just a really nice little process to help you. Yeah, and I, that's, I really love that about coaching, like the sort of the outcome and it's, it's so goal-orientated. It really, as you mentioned before, that accountability piece is... Mm. It's so important for all of us that might struggle yeah. slightly with, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> yes, uh, I think which we both relate to. Yeah. But anyway. Well, thank you again for, for joining us uh, on the FSE podcast. If we love to hear your comments and your thoughts, so please do share them with us and uh, we look forward to joining you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We really appreciate your time. If you want to get in touch with us, please feel free to reach out either via Instagram at the Free Spirit Collective or on our Facebook page, or check out our website at thefreespiritcollective.earth. From our Instagram and website, you'll find out our community events. So if you're in Dubai, it would be lovely for you to come and visit us at the centre on Happiness Street. <laughs>